to conquer my soul Then I heard the voice of my Savior Bidding me still fight on Cause he promised never to leave me Never to leave me
Lord, she called me before he called her. She used to sing that song. The reason being because even in dying, the enemy is still fighting for your soul. I know but even in death, William, he's going to be right there with me. Amen. Know how I know? Glad you asked. He promised never, yeah. never to leave me alone. Amen. Thank you, choir. I give honor to God on today, to my pastor who thinks it's not robbery to share the roster with us, thanking you in the household of faith, just thanking God for being here. Thanking God for being God all by himself. Thank you, Lord. Thank you because you could have been somewhere else. That's right. You know, a lot of times when you find out the pastor's not going to preach, you think, okay, let me skip this way. Mm. But I thank God and asked him for a double blessing on your lives. Amen. Some of you were here this morning, but you hung around. Thank God. Thank you, Lord. And we know a lot of us pressed our way on this morning, but I tell you, I was blessed this morning. It's just good to be here. And I've asked my sisters to read the scripture for me, okay? And I'm going to ask Brenda if she will read first and then Reverend Steve can go ahead. Amen. 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 Romans 14, read. verses 11 and 12. For it is written, as I live, said the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then that every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. So then every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. What Bible were you reading from? I'm reading from the King James Version. Thank you. You're welcome. Reverend Steve. From the NIV, Romans 14, 11 through 12. It says, it is written, mm -hmm. as surely as I live, mm -hmm. says the Lord, mm -hmm. every knee will bow before mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Every tongue mm -hmm. will confess mm -hmm. to God. Mm -hmm. so, then so then, each of us, each of us, will give an account Hallelujah. of himself Hallelujah. to God. Oh, Amen. oh! Now I hope you were looking in your Bible and you read the same as they were reading. Amen. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we come again, we thank you for this blessed opportunity just to stand flat-footed and proclaim your word, cry aloud and spare not, that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. God, we ask that you anoint the congregation hard, let them see none of EK, but all of you. And then after hearing from you, be doers of your word. Bless as only you can bless. It's in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Amen. You heard the scripture read. This text scripture is coming from Romans 14 and 12. Uh -huh. So then, every one of us, Gloria said, each of us in the NIV shall give an account of himself to God. Uh -huh. You don't have to give account to Pastor Horsley, mm -hmm. so to speak. Amen. But the other man account is to God. Amen. So, the title of the message for just a little while is we got to give an account. All right. Can you say that with me? We got to give an account. We got to give an account. Oh, if you believe it, say it like you believe it. We got to give an account. I believe you believe it. Okay, each person is accountable to Christ, not others. While the church must be uncompromising in its stand against activities that are forbidden by scripture like adultery, homosexuality, Murder, theft, 
The church should not create additional rules and regulations and give them equal standing with God's law. Many Christians base their moral judgments on my opinions, personal dislikes, or cultural bias than on the word of God. When we stand before God's court of justice, that's God's judgment seat, we won't be worried about what our Christian neighbors has done. Isaiah 45, the latter portion of verse 22 reads, For I am God, and there is none else. Verse 23, I have sworn by myself, the word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return. That unto me, Gloria, God, not E.K., every knee shall bow uh -huh. and every tongue shall confess. Right. Are you hearing me? It's in the word. Matthew 12, 36 says that every idle word that men speak, they shall give him account of himself in the day of judgment. In other words, every useless, every fruitless word that we speak. Mm. I believe Jay Brown said, speaking loud and saying nothing. Mm. Okay, you don't know nothing about that, mm. but I remember. I remember. All right. <laughs> First Peter 4 and 5, let us know that we got to give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. No, no, Yvonne, it's not the Supreme Justice uh, John Roberts or Ruth Ginsburg. It's not Judge Joe Brown, Greg Matthews, Judge Judy Shallon, or Glenda Hatchett. Uh-uh, Monte, Monte, it's not even your sister-in-law. But guess who it is? The one who's going to judge is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad about that thing? 2 Corinthians 5 and 10 reads, for we must appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive good or evil according to what he has done in the body. Yvonne, you can't give account for me. I can't give account for you. But one day I'm going to stand before the great almighty and give account for what I've done in this body and in word and deed. Am I right? Matthew 6, 27, the Bible reads, For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what he has done. Mm -hmm. A little reward down here doesn't mean nothing, mm. but I'm waiting for that great reward, the one that's going to mean something. Are you feeling me? All right? The judgment will reward us for how we have lived. Amen? Amen? In other words, Christ is going to examine a person's total life, the faithfulness of their work in Christian service. Christian service is shown in sharing God's love. I believe that agape love that you preached about this morning. Amen. Let me ask you a question. Do you share the gospel of the good news with others, or glory, do you just want to keep it to yourself? All right. Do you visit the senior citizen, the sick? Do you volunteer at a school or a nursing home? For God is not unrighteousness to forget your work and your labor of love, which you show toward in his name, 
and that you minister to the saints and do minister. Hebrews 6.10. Even those that are not in the household of faith, Come on now. we need to minister that love. Amen. They need to see love in us That's because right. so many is not coming into Ronald Selma or anybody else Selma, mm. but they must see us. They don't care what you say unless they see what you do. Amen. 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 What have you done for Christ lately mm. in Good Christian question. service? Good question. You don't remember that either, do you? What have you? Okay. <laughs> what have you done for Christ lately in Christian service? It's 2020. And I'm here to let you know, uh -huh. we got to give an account for everything. Mm. I didn't say these preachers, these ushers, these lovely voices, but I said we all, we all. have to give account. Uh -huh. Now, if I'm going too fast, I need you to say, slow down. If I'm doing okay, say, go on. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Don't want you to be lost in God's word. Yes, we have been given graciously the gift of salvation. By God. by God, but it does not free us from the requirements of faithful obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. All Christians must give account of how they have lived and what they did while living on this earth. We're going to give account. You can't say, well, they did this and they did, but what did you do? What did I do? Hallelujah. Let me share something with you. Every year, every year for many of us, what is April 15th? Oh, well, oh, okay, okay. It's judgment time, amen? Many people wait until the last minute to audit their accounts and report not to Uncle Joe or Uncle Bob. Yeah, you know, Uncle Sam. We have to report to Uncle Sam what has been happening for a whole year, amen? But guess what? It is Uncle Sam who makes the final judgment on the taxes we have to pay right. for what we have earned the previous year. Right. Uncle Sam checks and double checks our information. I'm sure there are many mistakes made and were made, many corrections made, but nonetheless, guess what he gonna say? If you owe anything, you owe. Pay up. And I never had them to tell me they were sorry. Did I tell you you okay? But he said, you owe us. And what are you gonna do? You gonna pay him. And if you don't pay, you're gonna be garnished. That means they take money out of your children, you ain't got nothing to say about it. They gonna get it. Well, Paul was imagining such a parable when he wrote to the people in the church at Rome. Paul said, so then each one of us should give an account of himself to God. Yes, it is to God alone that we have to answer for our actions. Right. Amen? Amen? In the early verses of Romans 14, Paul recorded disputes about who should eat what, who should fast? A wholeness of ifs and buts. Sound like us, don't it? Followed by condemnation of those who differ. Paul thought that the Roman believers were overly concerned about other people's books. He set the record straight, though. Montana is just someday going to time you got to set the record straight. Yeah, right. No matter if they're your friends, you got to set the record straight. 
Paul said that each of us is to focus on our own book. Mama would say it like this, and she would lie. Six months to mind your business, six months to leave other folks alone, business alone, and that's a whole year. Am I right? Well, six and six is 12 it was, you know, when I was going to school, and nobody told me they changed it. I do believe that 12 is a whole year. Paul let us know, for we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. We're going to all stand. We won't be reclining, but we're going to stand right before him. And if you can't look him dead in the eye, then you're going to hang your head, but you're still going to be standing. Help me, Holy Ghost. We read and hear of many people whose checking accounts and banks are overdrawn. People write bad checks, they misappropriate funds, or even go to jail for some kind of fraud. But the day of reckoning, that's the day of examination, is going to come. It's going to come. Let's not mention our charge accounts at stores or our carefree spending. The I syndrome, I want it. Or in the case of the Supremes, I can't help myself. You see, the problem with money issues is that once we make a mistake with the figures, it's on the book somewhere. And unless the whole mess is cleared up, everything's going to be wrong, out of order. And sooner or later, we have to get it all straight. We have to audit the books or get somebody else to audit the books. That means examine and verify that what you said or what you turned in was the truth. Just as taxes come due, our spiritual audit is due. You do know you have a spiritual account, right? You might have an account at B&T, P&C, whatever else, the other banks. But we have a spiritual account. But we are so inquisitive. Uh, Believers of Magdalene said inquisitive minds want to know. We're just curious or just plain nosy about other folks' books. We wonder why God doesn't audit them sooner than it appears. But can I tell you, it's none of our business. I'm also tell you, God does audit. He's keeping a record. How you know? Glad you asked. Because Revelation 20 and 12 said, John, who was on the Isle of Patmos, wrote, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. So that means Pope Paul got to stand before God too. Hey! Mm. And the books were open. And another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things that were written in the books according to their works. It didn't say somebody else's works. It said their works. Then Revelation 20 said, whoever, said whoever, whoever, whoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Oh, right. oh yes, Mr. Wilbur, that's the word. It's 2020, and we had better get our books straight, our spiritual accounts, and we better do it now, now, right now. Tomorrow may be too late. Too late to say, oh, uh, Edwin, I'm sorry. Too late to say, Gloria, forgive me. 
Too late to say a kind word, Miss Dozy. You sure is a nice lady. You sure are a nice lady. Is a nice lady, rather. Too late to help someone. Even too late to pray. Mm. Paul wrote to the Corinthians concerning the Lord's Supper. 1 Corinthians 11, 27 through 28. He said, Whosoever therefore eats the bread and drinks of the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of profaning. That means uh, disrespectful, blaspheming the body and the blood of the Lord. Paul said, let a man examine himself and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. In other words, examine the books careful. Examine your book careful to see what is going, there, what is going down. Only then, Paul said, shall that person eat the bread and drink of the cup. If unforgiveness is going down, examine your book. If hatred is going down, examine your book. If fornication, lust, malice, ungratefulness, disobedience, stealing, cheating, lying is going down, examine your book. Would you do me a favor? Look at somebody. Go ahead, go ahead. Look at somebody and tell them the preacher said examine your book. Look at somebody else and say, don't get it twisted. The preacher said, examine your book. For just a few minutes, can we look at some methods of bookkeeping that might help with the audit of our lives in 2020? Look over your record. Don't try to flip the pages in my book, but flip the pages in the ledger of your book. Just go back to 2018. I'm not telling you go back to 2015. Just go back to last year. Did you hurt anybody? Don't answer me. Look at your page. One of the most dangerous things a person can do is to go through life hurting people's feelings, especially church folks. I've had many people tell me they're church folks. Well, what can I say? Because those church folks have hurt my feelings. But I got to love them anyway, Pastor. Oh, sometimes I say, God, I got to love the hell out of them, but it's hard. Hey, amen. Uh, I tell it like it is. I keep it real. Life is too late, too short to be busy with wrong things. A spiritual person thinks about others. Amen. Not yourself all the time. A spiritual person knows we're all God's children. Uh Uh-huh. Even the unsaved. Created by God, and we're responsible for spreading love whenever and wherever we can. Stop pushing people around. Stop being a bully. If we, that fits us, we just can't be ready for a spiritual audit. Can we, Miss Dose? No, we sure can't. Did you keep the telephone busy gossiping about somebody? Oh, I see you laughing. Hey, talking about things you knew about but mostly what you didn't know about? Did you help somebody as you passed their way? Did you pray for somebody as you started on your way? Did you tell the Lord that you were thankful and grateful for him saving you and keeping you? I'm letting you think. I'm letting you process. That's why I've slowed down. Did you thank God for your family? Yeah, even those hard-headed ones. The more you talk, the dumber you get. Mm. 
but you kept praying. Hallelujah. Did you thank God for good health? Or as my mama would say, a portion of health and strength? That's right. Did you thank him for being able to praise him and worship him in the land of the free? For providing you with shelter, food, and clothing? Don't answer me, did you? Did you? We got to give an account, Jovita. Some of us, us may be asking like Peter, Lord, is it I? Have I loved everybody? The word reads that the greatest lover, who is God, so loved to the greatest degree, the world. He did the greatest act he gave, the greatest gift, his only begotten son. Now, I want you to tell me something. How can we say that we love God, whom we have never seen? But our sisters and brothers, we see him at least once a week, if not every, every day, especially in the household of faith. How can we say them, but yet they get on our last nerve? They think they, they're all this and all of that, but I got news for them. That it, uh, not even a bag of chips. The devil is a liar. According to 1 John 4 and 20, we are too. I didn't tell you a lie. The words say, for anyone who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. Check your account. Did you overdraw? Well, it's a brand new year, Natasha. Lord, I thank you. This year, let us ask the Lord to help us love everybody. The black, the white, the rich, the poor, the fat, the skinny. Yes, you know who. Yeah, we got to love everybody. You know who. 2 Timothy 3, 1 and 9 reminds us that in the last day, there will, become times of, there will come times of difficulty. People will be lovers of self, lovers of money, unholy, without self-control. I just can't help myself. Reckless, swollen, in other words, that's the big head, and conceited. But 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 and 4 say, we should pray for our government. I urge you, he say, that supplications, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all, all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, a godly life, and live it in a dignified way. This is good and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires that all people be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. Hmm, will all be saved? No, but as many that will hear his word and accept him and confess that he is Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. Remember, my sisters and my brothers, my good friends, my enemies, remember, we all have to give an account. Oh, yes, we do. Some of us live into ourselves. There's one picture in the Bible that tells us we're supposed to see how much we did for somebody else. Jesus speaks to this particular picture in the parable of the Last Judgment. The people ask, 
Um, when did we do good things in your name? They forgot. And the Lord will answer, I don't even know you. Jesus is looking all the time. He says, I look over the books. You don't even have an account. I can't find a record of your good deeds anywhere. When I was sick, where were you? Where? You didn't telephone me. You didn't send me a card. In Savvy Monte, you didn't text me. You didn't email me. You didn't even Twitter, Derek, or Facebook me. When there was a shortage in the land, you had plenty, but you didn't share it with me. I needed clothes, I was naked, and you turned me away. Let's see, did you even give me a cup of water? No, 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 it's not on the books anywhere. Get out, depart, in other words, be gone. My sisters and brothers, books are being kept on all of us, not just you, but all of us, all of us. I'm like, Paul, me first. And we had better get our spiritual accounts cleansed uh, or adjusted before it's everlasting too late. Mm -hmm. Remember, he, God, sees all we do. Yeah. He, God, hears all we say, and he's writing all the time. Yeah. How do you know he sees and hears? Well, because Psalm 121.4 reads that God never slumbers nor sleep, All right. which means God is always looking at us, yeah. beholding the good and the evil. Mm. He's always looking at us. Remember always. I told you when I used to party, thought I was having a good time, and all of a sudden, seemed like mama's eyes was always on me? Well, God neither slumber nor sleep. Mm. And he's just like my mama. She won't let the zona yet, but she could see. Mm. Hallelujah. Okay, I was the only one who went to the Zodiac. Okay, let's carry on. Let's go with God's word. Yeah. I'm for real. Not that I can't go to whatever the club is. I choose not to go. That's right. And if I go, it all depends on what I'm going for. That's right. Another error in good bookkeeping is found in Matthew 5. When Jesus speaks of a selected audit, he said, Blessed are the meek, just patient and humble. Have you been meek? Or have you been running off at the mouth, bragging and offending people? Some of us good for that. I got this and I got that. Well, how do you think you got this and how do you think you got that? Did that $500 Rolex wake you up this morning? No, it didn't. Hallelujah. And it said, blessed are the peacemakers. Did you keep the peace or did you disturb the peace? Don't answer me. Check your record. Amen. He said, blessed are you. When you shall be buked and scorned, insulted and persecuted, talked about and yet unwilling to fight. You know, back in the day, I would, come on, where you want to go? But now, hey, I'll take you there. Hallelujah, I would like to stay for a second, I'll take you there. I know. Hallelujah. And if you push them, I might not take you in the same way. Okay, I'm for real. But you'll sure know where I'm coming from. Uh, uh, okay, 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 okay. Let us look at at least one other era of bookkeeping. This is a special kind of bookkeeping called the fruit system. It's Paul's letter to the Galatians. I'm not talking about mango, 
bananas, strawberries, blueberries. I'm not talking about any of that stuff. We go through, let's go through our books and see how we produced good fruit. Let's get our accounts settled and straight with a good running balance. For the fruit of the Spirit includes love. Do you love me unconditionally? Most times. Oh, bless you. I love you too. <laughs> peace. Do you spread peace? Yeah. Or you just go around trying to sow, uh, sow discord? Amen. Are you patient? Are you like a microwave oven? Yeah. What about goodness, gentleness, yeah. faith, mm. meekness, and temperance, which is self control? The devil made me do it. You a lie. You did it because you want to do it. Oh, I had to repent a long time. Flip Wilson used to say, the devil made me do it. Even I used to say, the devil made me do it, knowing I was lying. Did it because I wanted to do it. Did it because it felt good and because I was grown. And nobody could tell me what to do. But now, glory be to God. Look over your book to see if you can find any of these fruits of the Spirit. Look out of your book and see if you fly off the handle when you rub the wrong way. Look over the pages to see where you suffer long. Keep looking over the pages to see where you've been faithful, meek, or temperate. Like this morning, 6 o'clock, I think she called and said, get up. I had the alarm set. I was going to get up, get up. And sometimes when Brenda's feet, we might just hit the floor. Hey, she says to me, because you got a terrible habit of being late. My point is this. Faithful. Faithful. Yeah, I could have laid in the bed, but she was faithful. She wanted to make sure, not so much that I was her sister, but that I got out to the house of God and heard his word. And I'm glad that I came. Because I received my blessing. Amen. It's a new year. 2020. Check your spiritual account. How does your balance look? Don't answer me. But what is your balance? Again, don't answer me. Peter said that if you come to the end of the record year, and you have less than the previous year, uh-uh. you're in big trouble. Mm. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. 2 Peter 3.18. You say, my balance sheet looks good. Okay? That's what you say. But if you haven't grown in grace in your capacity to forgive, mm. if your faith cannot be measured as being deeper and a more abiding than the year before, then you are in serious trouble. You have a deficit. That is, you have a shortage. Peter's appearance of balance was misleading when he looked so good on the mountain of transfiguration. You remember that? You see, his early problem was still swept under the rug, or it was hidden in a corner so that all the balance that followed were off because the priest's balance included Miscalculations. Are you following me? Paul was naturally impulsive. He was tenderhearted and affectionate. He was gifted with spiritual insight. Yet, sometimes the boy was slow to understand deeper truths. He was courageous in his confession of faith in Christ. 
Yet he was guilty of a most coward denial. That's self-sacrificing. Yet he was inclined towards self-seeking. We got to give an account. Check your book. Don't worry about my book. What's in your book? Don't worry about it. It ain't nothing you can do about it. Amen. Amen. Peter found out about his prison battles on the night when our Lord came out of that terrible lynch trial and looked Peter straight in his eyes with knowing compassion. He reconciled the statement with repentance. The Bible said Peter went out and he wept bitterly. When we come to share in the Lord's Supper, we look at Jesus' wounds, or we should look at his wounds. Isaiah 53 and 5 say, but he was wounded for our transgression. That transgression means sin or our disobedience. He was bruised for our iniquities. Iniquities mean that old wickedness, wickedness, the chastisement. That means the penalty, the cost of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. We are. The NIV version, the New International Version, but he was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquities. Mm -hmm. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. But guess what? Yet our Lord and Savior was willing, Edwin, to keep our accounts open Mm -hmm. until we get them right and in good standing. Somebody ought to tell God thank you. Somebody ought to tell God thank you. Messed up, tore up from the floor. But he said, that's my child. I love him. I'm going to give him another chance. We messed up 2019. That's behind us. We're checking our records. And those things that we did not do or get right in 2019, God has given us another chance. So let us examine ourselves and pray that God will help us get our spiritual accounts ready for audit. There's no need to let nobody else look over your book. They don't know what's going on with your books. Amen. I used to, my husband used to keep the checkbook. He said, what in the world did you do? How in the world I was a bookkeeper? How in the world did you keep it in anybody else's book? They want my book. But he got the book straight. They were all messed up. Our spiritual life is like that. And I'm not talking about a few pennies. I'm talking about hundreds of dollars off. But Larry, like God, he loved me anyway. And tried me over again. I got better. Jovina, I keep my own checkbook now. In running all of Guess why? Because I ain't got life. But we still have Jesus. Amen. But that does not excuse us for not checking our own book. Amen. Shall I remind you that there is a name, and I'm almost home, above all names. The name is Jesus. For some 2,000 years ago, he walked the earth. He was teaching and preaching the good news. He lived the truth because he was and he is the truth. The blessed redeemer. The living word. He's Emmanuel, God with us. He's the beautiful savior. He healed the sick without drug code, spears, 
Walmart, CVS, or Walgreens pharmacists. He raised the dead, made the blind to see, and the lame to walk. But you know what? The enemy, the devil, the adversary, the antichrist, Apollyon who means to destroy, the deceiver, the father of lies, he got mad. He got real mad and thought that he could destroy the Prince of Peace, the Lamb of God, the lily in the valley in the bright and morning star. Herod could not destroy him. The devil could not seduce him into sin. Jesus, he was and he is the only begotten of God. Jesus, who turned water into wine. The one who walked on the water and said, peace, be still. Jesus, the one who parted the Red Sea. Jesus, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the Alpha and Omega. Jesus, the beginning and the end. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Jesus, the healer of all diseases. Hallelujah, the deliverer from every habit. Jesus, he was unjustly condemned to death. He was crucified, brand on a cross among thieves. Naked. Twisted thorns placed upon his head. Stripes and bruises on his body. The soldiers pierced him in the side. And out came blood and water. After he died, he was taken down from the cross and buried in a borrowed tomb. Jesus stayed in the heart of the earth all night Friday night. All night Saturday night, but early. Somebody said early. Early on Sunday morning. The grave could not hold him. Because he was and he is the king of kings and lord of lords. Yeah, Jesus got up out of that cold grave. He got up with all power in his hand. For it is written, as I live, said the Lord. Every knee shall bow, Mr. Henry, and every tongue shall confess. So then, every one of us shall give an account unto God. We got to give an account. Dear Lord in heaven, thank you for this word. We bless your name. We did what you told us to do. We bless you. We praise. We glorify. We magnify you. For there is none like you. Continue to remind us, God, that we have to give an account unto you and not unto man. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. Amen.